This podcast is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton. You're listening to Bay Area Ventures on Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School, Sirius XM 111. Here again, Doug Collum and Irene Yen. Welcome back, everybody, to Sirius XM's Bay Area Ventures, uh, broadcasting as usual live from the campus here at Wharton San Francisco. I'm Doug Collum. And my co-host is Irene Yen. We've we've been having this. This is a unique program today because instead of having one guest for a full hour, we're having a we're having four teams or guests mm-hmm. uh, come in to talk about their companies. And these are all teams that have come through what's called the Wharton VIT, VIP program, Venture Initiation Program. Right. So these are all fairly early stage companies, mm-hmm. and they come through the accelerator program here at Wharton and get over the course of a four-month period of time, get a lot of inputs in terms of coaching and mentoring and, right. and critical analysis. Irina, do you, I mean, this is your program that yeah. you run here. and these are companies who are, you know, well beyond the ideation stage. These are companies who have done the customer development. They've validated product market fit. They have traction, whether it's in terms of early revenue, um, clients, partnerships, you know, downloads, you know, whatever the metric is, there's data yeah. to back up their traction. So during the four-month um, duration of, of the accelerator program, you know, they really work with their mentors and advisors to define the milestones for that period of time, and their feet are held to the fire. <laughs> yeah. And we're trying to help them, you know, opt- make your mistakes, fall down here with us during this time so we save you time, money, et cetera, you know, you know, down the road, if you will. After four months, they're out of here. They get kicked out they're of the out program, of the nest, and the next, yeah. the next class comes in. That's Is that right. right? Yeah. And all these teams have done really great. So it'll be exciting to hear yeah. kind of their progress, you know, and where they are, where they are right now. And early stage, and a lot of them have funding also. So I, I would have to say that of the two teams that we've had so far, there are two qualities that come out. One is there's there's an amazing level of passion mm-hmm. that these founders have for their companies. And uh, the two teams that we've had before have had co-founding teams. In other words, more than one founder. And, you know, they clearly get along with each other. It's like, wow, this is uh, great chemistry for the team, Mm -hmm. which is a pretty essential ingredient for success. Absolutely. Through the ups and the downs, as you were talking about earlier, for sure. Um, As a reminder for our listeners, if you have a question, we'd love for you to join the conversation. You can reach us at 844-WHARTON. That's 844 844-942-7866. So we are joined now by Joanne Zhang, who's the co-founder of Lady Mary, a virtual wedding planning startup. So this is clearly beyond my expertise. Joanne, (laughs) it's a delight to have you here in the program. Thank you, though. So let me ask you to start, which is um, what the elevator pitch. You know, we're kind of working on a 30-minute clock here. So what is Lady Mary? Yeah, sure. So Lady Mary, as you know, is a wedding planning app. So basically, we have like online and offline experience to help our engaged couples. So online, you can have a online wedding checklist to help couples easily get started about how they can do, you know, what kind of things from the venue search or, you know, to find a photographer, every details on the go. And also offline, we'll provide a vendor team. So you don't need to worry about where to find photographer, DJ, different kinds of things. Regardless of geography? You, you yeah, got really? Yeah. Okay. So right now, we cover... Um, and the, the California and also uh, Las Vegas and also Hawaii. So we're expanding to the other regions too. Those are three Those are great, great regions. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah totally. <laughs> yeah. Iceland next. Like yeah. we just, you get to happiness. pick the geography. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what, what's, again, kind of the second question we've been asking of our teams is what's, I mean, what's the current state of play for the company? 
How many employees do you have? How many offices? Uh, sounds like you've got customers already. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, just give us a snapshot of the company. Yeah, sure, definitely. So we already have our office actually um, based in Sunnyvale. So it's like a headquarter, but we only have four people right now. Right. Yeah, so based on our um, business, so you can see we have like a coronation and a sort of the design um, working at the headquarter. And also we have our local team in, you know, Las Vegas, California, different kind of places. Mm. So we have our local team like coordinator everything. So they're like a contractor for us. So we call them like a Uber wedding professionals. So we work with them as a contractor and our headquarters will coordinate with them to provide every single wedding for them. So it's how we do that. So I mean, let, let me pick on California, yeah. which is a, a big state. Yeah, sure. It's about, what, about 900 miles from north to south, something uh-huh. like that. Yeah. So... Does that mean if I'm looking, if if there's a wedding going on in San Diego, you can find a photographer down in the San Diego area to parachute in for the wedding? Exactly. And what about up in in Eureka in Northern California? Same? Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Boy, you guys cover a lot of waterfront. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so because we outsource different kind of things from our previous couples because they use our application. Oh. They import their wedding vendors, and we interview them back and forth to see which one will be the perfect one. So we have a screening session in and out to keep the best of photographers, different kind of vendors in our group. So that's how we work. That's great. So it's online. So if I'm uh, if I'm planning a wedding or any event, really, I can download uh, the Lady Mary app. That's one way. And you mentioned also um, the offline piece. To find the coordinators and yeah. your your uh, all the vendors or the, the contractors. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Wow. So we have like a consultant. So if you have any questions, usually our couples have no idea about the wedding right. planning. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first time for most of them. So they were just contact us. Uh, so we have a consultant. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she will answer most of the questions and let them know what kind of next step they can have. So there was a person who will carry everything for this couple. It's almost like an event planner. Correct. Would be a plan- event. Yeah. But every wedding consultant, probably every year, they will carry about 100 weddings from our team. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So from uh, last year, we have finished about 200 weddings in California. Congratulations. That's amazing. (laughs) Thank you. And most, do they, how are they weighted between the locations? You mentioned California, Las Vegas, and Hawaii. Are they evenly distributed or what have you found? I was going to ask how many, yeah, Yeah, what's the allocation of weddings? You sometimes have to do quality control and fly out to Hawaii (laughs) to check things out a little bit. How does that work? Yeah, it's a little bit challenging (laughs) for sure. Um, So, so the majority of the weddings still happen in California mm. because we are based here. That's why we have a limited outreach here. But right now, like in 2018, so we have more and more weddings coming from Hawaii and Las Vegas, different kind of place. Mm-hmm. And then we also have some New York couples who are also want to, wanting to pay for us to travel there too. Wow. So, yeah. So how are people finding Lady Mary? Is it mostly word of mouth? Is it, I mean, are you, how are you marketing through channels? Are you in the yeah. iPhone store or Google Play? How do right. people find you? Yeah, so that's a right, uh, great question. So first is we have an application. So we launched our app actually in 2015, and we are already the number two wedding app in Google Play in the States. Congratulations. Yeah. That's Thank great. you. That's amazing. Yeah, so that's why people, when they search like wedding planning or, you know, wedding tools, so we will be the pop-up, you know, the second pop-up things here. Mm-hmm. And the second way is we have the word of mouth. So when we have different kinds of venues, they really like working with us. Mm-hmm. So as long as we have that and we were just to keep our wedding portfolio very beautifully and with the wedding venue names because people usually will search from the wedding venue names saying right, right. you know like um, Wharton for example have a you know great UPenn church so how about adding another reception so they were searching from that point mm-hmm. so we're just to um, keep a very good SEO for the venue name so that the people will see us got it mm-hmm. how did the idea come up right I mean it's it's not well 
It isn't an ob- it is not an obvious idea, at least not to me. Uh-huh. But I'm I'm a small sampling. <laughs> um, how did how did you conceive of this idea of Lady Mary? Yeah, actually, um, for the first beginning, it's because um, I helped my friend planning her wedding. Actually, she's she is also from UPenn, and she's from engineering school. And we met at UPenn and say, oh, yeah, definitely, I'm happy to plan your wedding, because I feel like it's a very easy She thing. came to you to, to plan her wedding? Correct. She yeah. know you to be very organized? Is that what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because my background, I was a consulting, operational consultant before. Okay. So that's why I bred myself <laughs> saying, hey, I'm very efficient. <laughs> yeah. So that's a starting point. And then I feel it's very messy here because you need to find a photographer, DJ, different kind of thing individually. Right. And you need to you know, negotiate the price back and forth right. and waiting for the emails. And because I was originally from China. Mm-hmm. So in China, actually, the business model is when you step into one shop and you can finish everything there. Right. So that's very different experience. A one stop, one stop service. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So one and place here they help could, arrange everything. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Here, here that didn't exist. Yeah, yeah. So I think, oh wow. So this is like a very interesting point. So we we just started helping her about the wedding, and then we just say, oh, how about the next one, and how we can do something about the wedding industry. But we don't have a lot of like portfolios for that. So we ask for the friends around who got engaged and say, yeah, can you help us to do some user testing? So we launched our, <laughs> yeah. So it's a testing. So and get married. Ask right, right, get right, some user right. testing. Right. So very approach my friends, you know, true friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and later we just launched a uh, like a very minimum product on Product Hunt. Mm-hmm. So Product Hunt is like a um, website who can feature different kind of the new products from Silicon Valley or different kind of new startups around the world. Right. And luckily we got like a featured on Product Hunt. We hit like a top 10 uh, startups of the day. So that's why all the people just seeing us and then to give a lot of feedback. That's why how you know, get started about everything. Oh, that's exciting. And then I just tried the product with my own wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got my uh, wedding like in 2016. How did that go, by yeah, the way? Yeah, did it work? <laughs> it's, a, it's another prototype. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it went pretty good. So definitely it's very enjoyable and definitely can feel different kind of like a gap between the operational communication so we can see how we can improve that. But luckily it's my own wedding, so that'll be fine. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So I've got to ask, I'm, I'm going to ask. So your your colleague in the engineering school came to you and said, I need help in planning my wedding. And you said, I've, I've got a lot of ex- domain expertise in that area. I can help you. Yeah. And you did. Is she your co-founder? So right now, she actually was our one of the team members. Mm. So she is not like a co-founder, but she's working a lot of things about content generation because she loves wedding. That's why. <laughs> so <laughs> do you have a co-founder or are you kind of the, the, the founder of the organization? So it's like a very tricky point. Actually, uh, yeah, have a huge is. difference before the program and after program. So before VIP program, so I have another co-founder. So we have like a technology, you know, part that she, see, uh, yeah. Yeah, he can yeah. focus about that. And after the VIP program, so we reflect a lot about that to see how we can change another person to take care of the job because um, after discussion with like, you know, Arena, Steve, and then so we feel like probably this person will not be a right person. So actually um, after VIP, we have changed to another person. Um, so he is also like a engineering um, part of the job position focuses. So he will focus more about the engineering technology. So, so what was this? What was the uh, the year that the company was incorporated? When did you start your your company? So we started in 2015. Three years then. Yeah. And um, without getting into too much data, but you've got clearly you've got three geographies that you cover. How many weddings to date have you covered? So we uh, you mean every day? Or <coughs> yes. Yeah. 
So uh, because wedding will not happen during the weekdays, so for the weekends, usually we will have around two to three、um, per weekend. Sometimes, if one day is very popular, we will have ten weddings per day. Wow. Wow, that's wow. amazing. What about、yeah. seasonality? Do you is it pretty evenly distributed throughout the year? You're finding the weddings because the venues, like for example, California weather-wise, year-round, it could work. Hawaii is another local geography.、Mm-hmm. Um, so, is there any seasonality you're noticing also with that?、Um, yeah, totally,、activity? totally. You're right. So, for the seasonality, you can feel like California actually has a great weather, but you can year-round. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. So people love it. So for that,、uh, usually it will be like starting from March until、uh, October. That will be like a perfect season for weddings.、Mm-hmm. And if like for Los Angeles part or San Diego part, because they will have a better weather there. Right, right. So what about Las Vegas? In、Las Vegas se- actually, there's no seasonality actually in Las Vegas. It's always hot. Yeah, always hot. <laughs> and it's 24 hours a day, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> totally. Yeah, that's going to be spinning too. So let me step back.、Um, your company is a, a seed stage company. Is that how you would characterize it, Joanne? Yeah.、Um, and I don't, without going into, I mean, you've raised, you've raised seed stage capital from outside investors. Yes. So,、mm-hmm. I mean. As a general premise, to state the obvious, investors usually don't put money into companies unless you're you've demonstrated some traction, and you've done that. I just, you know, for people who are listening in, I guess the question I would ask is: at what point in your in your cycle, as you started to spool up with the company, did you decide you had enough forward motion to approach outside investors for capital? I mean, wh-、yeah. what did you have going for you when you raised your first money? Yeah, from the first beginning, we want to test about whether this product will be a good product and have a good market fit for that.、Mm-hmm. So that's the starting point. And we launched our app and also have the service locally to get started. So that's why our first investor will see, okay, you generate revenue first. That's、uh, that will be a good sign for so, you. And you finance that effectively. Your your co-founders together. You, it's called bootstrapping, right? You got to. You got to write checks on your own to get、mm-hmm. that that initial、uh, motion going forward.、Mm-hmm. Is that how that worked? So first,、um, yes, and then we have the first、uh, investor coming as well. So for the seed funded, so we are seed funded、um, by investors, and they,、um, yeah, so they believe that you will have like a great revenue generation、um, for for this、um, cycle for the business model, and also because we are running for more about the business model, how we can test copy paste the regional cycle to the other new regions, like you know how you can successfully move the model to New York or Texas.、Right. So they always want to question about that to see whether you can. You know, have a workable business model there as well. So that's the current status that we are testing about that. So when you raise money for the first time around,、mm-hmm. I, I mean, just assuming you didn't have any experience doing venture-backed startup companies, right? You walked in and said, "I'm new at this, but I've got this a vision, and I'm really passionate about what I'm going to do." Was that a factor? Did investors look steely-eyed at you and say, "Well, you know, I, I kind of like what you're talking about, but you know, how do I know you're going to?" Be able to to do the job. Yeah, so it's very hard, especially for the wedding industry,、mm-hmm. because most of the investor guys, you know, they're、oh, yeah. not. Okay. Yeah, they're not very fan of the weddings. Right. So that's a very challenging point for us. So the only way that we think we can, you know, we have successfully you know, reached the first 
round of the investor um, fund is we just show the result about, hey, here's the users we got. Here's the ranking from Google Play we got. So we have tons of users. We have around like 500K users right now, like, wow. yeah, within the app. So that's how we do that. Boy, that's remarkable. I mean, yeah. you must be proud of that, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're very happy about that. That's excellent. <laughs> yeah, so when we show the data to them, because investors always care about data, right. so they can see there's a potential, there's persons who are potentially buyers there. Do you feel like you've turned a corner? I mean, it, at some point, if everything goes swimmingly, you'll probably go out and raise more capital, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, is that kind of a distant plan or a turn? It's a plan at some point. Do you feel like the next time you go out to raise money, Mm -hmm. The story gets easier to tell. Yeah, so the first point is we want to see whether the business model for the regional part will be workable for the other places. So that would be the first sign we want to copy-paste to see whether we can copy-paste. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Right. And second thing is we also launch our online like a registration function because we have seen the other startups doing it you know, very great, and then we can see what companies we can do better for sure. Right. So that's why we're developing um, the application to see how we can generate additional revenue streams through the application as well. So that will be very exciting, and we probably will take maybe one or two months to take the results to see whether that will be a good result to move forward, and that will be a good point to see how we can move forward with investment. Mm -hmm. If you're just joining us, we're speaking with Joanne Jiang, the co-founder of Lady Mary, and we're talking about where they are um, as far as the business model goes right now. So what stage of growth would you say you're at right now? Are you about to scale? It sounds like you're, you're trying to examine this business model, if it's cut and paste, if you will, if, it, if it's repeatable, basically, yeah. uh, beyond the, the regions that you've identified, California, Nevada, and Hawaii right now. So would you say you're at the scaling kind of stage or you're still uh, in growth mode, validate, you know, expanding the business model, that sort of thing? Yeah, I think for um, the service type, so that's the offline part that we have the vendor team. So mm -hmm. for this part, we think we already have a successful business model that we can copy paste to the other regions. So which is very exciting to us. Right. Yeah. So so right now we can feel like very busy to see you know how I can spend my time you know partially in Los you know Los Angeles or in San Francisco or the other places to see how we can get started about the regional setup. And second thing is for the online registration. So it will be mm. like still in the air. Right. So we want to see how about the user generation, whether they will like it, and how about the user engagement. So it's still like a pending thing. So we're trying to see how we can scale it up to offline things first and test about the online things at the same time too. So there's no conflict between that. Got it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's exciting also with the model. I know it applies to a wedding event, but theoretically a wedding is one type of event and other events require maybe similar event, you know, kind of vendors that you, Lady Mary, already has sourced and has a network. Is that something as you like think about Like anniversaries or yeah. like... Uh, yeah, anniversaries or birthdays or yeah. special celebrations or even corporate, corporate. So many companies in the Bay Area have events left and right, whether it's Salesforce's big event or Oracle from that scale. I mean, is that something Lady Mary thinks about maybe down the road or the focus is really in this vertical and that's the core and that's the focus, especially now in early days? Yeah, that's a great question. So right now, because event planning, there we have you know exactly the same vendors, actually. Mm. Uh, but right now, we want to see how we can focus on the wedding space first. Because right. wedding, usually the spending will be pretty good around 30K to 35K per wedding. So mm -hmm. if we can focus on that, it will be like a great generate, you know, the 
revenue generation for us. And second part is we can feel about how we can extend to the lifelong time for each consumer. Right. So because as you mentioned, uh, like you know, after the wedding, probably they were thinking about the anniversary, right? Or like a baby shower or the other things, like life stage events. Yeah, and honeymoon. Yeah. So we can see how we can help them to plan the future event for them. Mm-hmm. What, what is、yeah. your financial model? Do you do, is it a subscription by the couples that are getting married, or is it the, the Um, the vendors who participate in the event, photographers and florists and so forth. Do they? How, how do you? How do you guys make make money? Yeah. So for the service part, we will take a commission from that. So it's a commission model. Okay. And usually for the commission rate, we will have around forty percent right now to fifty percent for the commission part.、Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Because that sounds we, like a, a good rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we generate good enough traffic to the vendors, and、right. usually for individual vendors, they will take only ten to fifteen weddings per year. But now, actually, every month we'll give them probably like ten weddings already.、Yeah. So that's、wow. why they are very appreciative about that and take us like a you know marketing channels for them. Right. Yeah. So that's how we work. And for the registration part, so usually every wedding they will have around eight thousand to ten k. The wedding registry, and then we will take a commission from the e-commerce website too. So selling the, like a crate and barrel, like some things or plates、mm-hmm. or some apparels or some travel experience. So we work with different kind of the you know service providers and take a commission from that.、Mm-hmm. That's remarkable.、Wow. So,、um, how are you doing personally? I mean, three years down the road,、um, have you? Do you feel like here we are in 2018? Is this a different business than what you set out to start back in 2015? Does it feel like there's been a A fundamental change in the way you originally conceived of the business. How, how has it evolved in your mind? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. Actually, I kept asking myself like every year, like, what am I doing、yeah. here? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I feel like from the first beginning, I want to create a tool, so like a productivity tool for the wedding industry. So you can feel、uh, like for the application, it's like a wedding checklist. That's all, because we want to create like a how efficiently like just very one dimensional, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's the thing, and I never thought about you know any like revenue stream or any monetization with you know for this tool. But later part, when you really want to do it like a full time job to do like a startup, then it's not a hobby. There'll be like some real business you need to have, you know, support your team、right. and get survive, and that'll be a different story. Then we need to see what kind of things we can do to make money from that.、Right. So that'll be totally different from the first point, but that'll be very exciting too to see, you know, how we can get more different kind of monetization ways and which one will work, which one is not. Keep testing about that. It's also a very exciting journey for me.、Wow. On an emotional、like, level, I'm just to ask this question, Joanne. Do you do you get invested in the out? I mean, do you start Do you get invested in the outcome of the wedding? I mean, you start feeling like, God, I really want this wedding to be a successful one. I really want to make sure these guys get absolute top drawer service. I mean, do you think in those terms, or do you think you really can't afford to? I, you have to be clinical about.、It. I've got to get this started and finished. I mean, how do you? How invested do you get emotionally in each wedding? Yeah, I think. Totally, definitely. Everyone, I so care of them.、Yeah. So definitely, I feel like you know everyone. They have different kind of love stories, and especially when you're there and to witness all their vows change, drinks you, change. Do you go to weddings? Yes, definitely. So you know, I try every weekend to go at least、oh、one wedding. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs>、really? But luckily, I don't need to have any registry.、Right. 
You should do a movie next on these experiences. I mean, it's an amazing collection of stories. Oh, I mean. yeah, yeah, totally. You can feel how hard of each journey. Yeah. And that's feel, okay, actually, you know, my story with my husband, actually, it's pretty easy now. <laughs> so I've, I've got to ask another question, a personal yeah. question. So I mean, sure. over the course of the three years, did you ever wake up like at two or three in the morning one night and just think, oh, I don't think this is going to work? Did you ever have a moment of abject terror and fear that this is mm. self-doubt that you could make this successful? Yeah, definitely. You, you definitely did? You did? Yeah. Several questions always like keep me up at late. Um, for example, like how to generate, you know, another 15 percentage increase next month. Right. Where to find the additional channel for that. It's always like some questions or is there any great salesperson or any BD person that, you know, in my circle and how can I, you know, get connected with right. that person? Such kind of questions always keep me up. Right. And still, are still. you are you still losing sleep at night or do you feel like this thing is now humming and it's on a, it's on a firm track and everything's just execution at this point? Uh, I think still like have some nights. Definitely. Yeah. Still <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> frankly speaking, but definitely you can feel uh, you already have a very good um, pace for that. Mm-hmm. So even you have some questions, you can talk to your team. Team is very important, especially right. from the initial stage. You can feel how important it is. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because wedding is very stressful already. Right. So if there's a weekend, have 10 weddings, pro- probably like every corner is already very stressful. And sometimes you have different cultures, like Jewish wedding, Indian wedding, they're oh totally right. different. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and we need to catch them, you know, saying, hey, you know, there are different kind of the cultures, pe- you know, please keep in mind if that was the Jewish wedding, don't forget, bring the glasses, for example. Yeah, so, right, right. Yeah, there are a lot of things. And, but that's great. You're, think, you're feeling, you're writing different kind of the Bibles for the wedding industry. Oh, saying you have a guide for Jewish, guide for Indian, and it, it never happened before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we really enjoy about the creation part. That must be really interesting culturally, like just learning as a team. Yes, you're like to your point, you know, your lady marries an app. It's a service. And at the same time, you're just learning a lot culturally to support these events, yeah, these weddings. Yeah. Totally, yeah. totally. We really okay. enjoy that. So we've got about a minute left. I'm just curious. I mean, as you for people who are listening, I mean, this is another instance where clearly, I mean, there may be stressful moments or sleepless nights, but you like what you're doing. This is my sense. Mm-hmm. What advice do you offer to mm-hmm. people who are thinking about doing their own startups? First, definitely you need to love it because there's so many ups and downs about a wedding, you know, about a startup. And then um, you need to find a solution, but sometimes you're not that as fortunate as every time. So you need to think about how you can get survive. And the passion is the only way. And also, second thing is about finding a great team that also as passionate as your, you know, you too. So that everyone, when you have an obstacle in front of you, you will have the other person who will say, hey, this is my hand. Let me take you up there. Mm. So that would be like a very, how can I say, you know, very cozy and very supportive way. Mm-hmm. And I always think about that's, you know, just the way that I, I really like. And you set the culture for the other right. employees. Right. I mean, they, they, they orient to you and you're, you're enthused. And so they reflect that same enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you require? Yeah, totally. So every time when we have an interview, the first point is why you like weddings or why you like events tell us so if they cannot tell a very solid reason so probably it's not a good candidate (laughs) (laughs) that's right unfortunately i mean it's really a shame that we have only 30 minutes because i'd love to spend more time understanding Uh your business but joanne it's been great thank you so much for joining us it's been a an interesting discussion yeah thank you so much guys and thank you vip program too it's very helpful so where can people reach you 
Where do they reach Lady Mary? If they're interested in using Lady yeah. Mary, how do they find it? So just the online website or the application, you can easily find us. Okay, Lady Mary, L-A-D-Y-M-A-R-R-Y. Great. Yeah. We need to take a short break. Uh, when we're back, we'll be speaking with Fahad Jalal, the founder and CEO of Sitter Friends, our fourth VIP team. So this company is a child care service that provides on-demand nannies and babysitters. I'm Doug Collum. I'm here with Irina Yen. And you're listening to Bay Area Ventures on Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School, Sirius XM Channel 111. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu. 